I paced in front of my desk as we prepared to break our most important rule in running Homewrecker Incorporated. When Patty revealed the new client was willing to pay quadruple our standard commission, in advance, plus a hefty bonus upon completion of the job, regardless of the outcome, there was no argument or debate from me. Grace and I called Lydia and Bridget as soon as we hung up with Patty. They agreed even faster than I did. We had to go for it. Patty just messaged. She's received the sign agreements and she's going to call us in five, Grace said, rushing in. The look on her face was somewhere between elated and terrified. Someone should get Bridget so we can get started. I fidgeted with the phone, double-checking the cords were plugged in tightly. Bridget appeared in the doorway as if she'd heard me talking about her. She looked as nervous as I felt. Grace bounced around as if she'd drunk about ten energy drinks. Jesus, can you sit the hell down? You're making me even more nervous, I said. Grace pursed her full lips, obviously not appreciating my tone. Sorry, I'm just freaking out. Ah, no! She returned to the bouncing. I just want to know who it is already. Her southern accent was much more noticeable when she was anxious. It's the right move, I said, my eyes following Grace's athletic frame around my office. It's the smart move, I continued, unsure if I was trying to convince her or myself. Do we know who it is yet? Lydia said, picking up the line. She wouldn't be back from North Carolina until late that night. No, we're waiting for Patty to dial in, Grace said, finally sitting down next to Bridget in the other seat in front of my desk. Are you all there? Patty asked, sounding every bit the New Yorker she was. We're here, I replied, leaning closer to be sure she could hear me. So, first things first, Claudia, the client has requested you for the job. What? Why? In the past, the wives didn't play any part in determining which of us were assigned to their case. Once Patty sent an engagement our way, we always made the call based on research and observation of the mark. She asked me who is the best. You've closed nearly twice as many cases as anyone else I have, and I don't think there's a man on the planet who can resist your charms, so I felt confident saying that's you. She wants you, and for what she's paying us, we're going to give her whatever the hell she asks for. Which brings me to my next point. She wants the meeting first thing tomorrow, and she wants to come to you. Here in our offices? Grace cut her wide eyes to Bridget and then me. I rubbed the pendant on my necklace between my fingers so hard I worried I would damage the delicate filigree design. Yes, she's concerned about being seen in a more public venue. Given who she is, it's understandable. Jesus, Patty, it's not bad enough we actually have to meet her? We have to let her come here? None of us had ever actually met a client before. We didn't meet them, we didn't talk to them, and they didn't know who we were beyond our aliases. In our business, anonymity was priceless. Trust me when I say she's got a hell of a lot more to lose than you do. For fuck's sake, Patty, can you cut the shit and just tell us who it is already? Lydia demanded after having remained silent since Patty got on the line. You wouldn't know it to look at her, or talk to her with that sailor mouth of hers, but the girl was a genius. Literally. Her IQ tested at 165 when she graduated high school at 15. 
Einstein's IQ was 160. As such, in addition to fieldwork and helping our other resident Smarty Pants Bridget with computer shit, she handled all of our personal finances. The million-plus-dollar penthouse Grace and I shared was courtesy of her investment savvy, the property value having nearly doubled in the five years we'd lived there. Open the email I just sent all of you, Patty replied. Holy shit. I scanned the first attachment she'd sent.